Y'all, 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 my prayers have been answered. Today is going to be a testimony in hindsight. Godspeed, I tell you. Godspeed. Now, if you listen to this podcast, a lot of you may already know, I live right beside a train. Now, before I moved here, I didn't realize how horrendous living beside a train really is. Like, this is not a train that just comes by once a day or every other. No, 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 no. This is a train that comes by like two, three times an hour. And these trains are very long. So it's continuous and it's very loud. It also shakes my house. So imagine trying to do a podcast, you know, like a mindful podcast like this one, you know, where we just flow, we allow our energy to be. And then a train comes. Just completely breaking the momentum of flow. It happens quite often and it's very frustrating. And then on top of that, I have a neighbor. Now, my neighbor, our houses are very close. And now my neighbor is one of those guys that is like overly obsessed with cars. Now I get it. Everyone has their hobbies. They have their interests. But this guy likes to wash his car every single day. It's like he drives it, then he washes it. And he's one of those people that likes to pop the hood every single day and like, you know, change screws. It's just very annoying because his car is right outside my kitchen window pretty much. And he likes to play techno music. So on top of the train and on top of the guy who washes his car every single day, that makes no sense. It's not even like a Tesla or anything. It's just a, it's just a normal car. It is very frustrating to create. You understand? Especially the type of content I create. You understand? We're mindful and meditative. You understand? We allow things to flow. And these things are always like just resistance in my process. Now, I've been looking for a new place to live. But the problem is I live in like farm-like area. I don't live in the Mecca, Vancouver, BC. I live actually outside of Vancouver. And there's not a lot of places to live where I'm living because a lot of families here, a lot of houses here are people who own their properties and their land through generations. And I was looking, I was like, I need to move because this is just not good for my content creation. But there's literally limited places to live. And I realized I was just going to have to buy a place and that's going to take another year. So I'm stressing out the other day because I wanted to record my podcast, but there was just so much noise going on and it was really frustrating. So I just got down on two knees and I said a prayer. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> just can't tell it all. I'm just joking. You know, in the movies, they'd be like, Jesus, come save your boy. Uh, I love movies. I love those gospel movies where you just have like the black choirs and they just be like, uh, the spirit just running through them. It's amazing. I was actually always curious, like, how Jesus got the name Jesus. I, I did some research on it because Jesus' name was like Yeshua in the Bible, actually. Like, that's what they called him back in the day. And then I was like, well, maybe, you know, Jesus is the English translation of uh, Yeshua. And they're like, no, 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 no. The English translation of Yeshua is actually Joshua. And I was like, oh, so how did his name become Jesus? And there's like a whole lineage and a, and a thing about it. But I was like, if I transition to the heavens and my name like, you know, my name is Heinz. And then thousands of years later, or hundreds of years later, people started calling me Bill. I'd be like, yo, how are you going to butcher my name like that? Now, I'm not saying, you know, anything wrong with the name Jesus. I'm just saying that people didn't call him Jesus back in the day. It doesn't make sense to me why people call him Jesus now, but I get it. You know, uh, the New Testament was written that way. So, you know, his homies called him that, or they must have. I don't know. 
anyways, this is off topic. I didn't grow up in church. Uh, so let's get back to what I'm talking about. So I said a prayer. Now, prayer to me is also creativity, right? I believe when we create, we are sending signals. We are sending prayers as well. We are also being of service to God when we express oneself. So although I don't pray every single day, I do create every single day. So I do believe I am in prayer every single day. But I got down on two knees and I said a prayer and I was like, I don't know how we're going to do this right now, but I need somewhere to work. I need somewhere to work. My current situation isn't breathing a good space for me to create in. There's a lot I want to do and my space is slowing me down. Now I understand right now is probably not the time to move because every time I try to move, I get a lot of roadblocks, but I need somewhere to work. I need somewhere to bring my creativity to the next level. I say my prayer, boom, boom, felt good. And then I go on my computer and I'm just like randomly on Facebook and then I come across marketplace and then when i come across marketplace this this place pops up and it's like right by my house and it's like this beautiful cottage in a forest and it says studio cottage looking for artist and i'm like hey i'm an artist and hey that's right by me now let me tell you it is very rare for in the area i live to be able to find a studio, a workspace, or anything like that, because I don't live in the city. I live more outside of the city. There's a lot of farms by me. A lot of people own their houses. A lot of people own the land. There's just new apartment buildings coming up. That's about it. So the fact that what I'm seeing right now on my on my screen, I'm like, well, this is amazing. I send a message. I'm like, hey, this is a vibe. I'd love to come see it. Person's like, send me a text. Send them a text. They're like, when are you free? I'm like, I'm free today. They're like, come by. I come by, great people, we talk, you understand? I know now when I meet people, I always have a little bit of anxiety when it comes to meeting people in the terms of me applying for something. Because, you know, everybody looks at somebody and creates a stereotype within their own mind. So me, I know I'm going to look at a place, you know, I'm a black man and I have long dreadlocks and I know people may look at me and just assume you know, they may assume I smoke weed. That's like the biggest one. Like everyone just looks at me and says, oh yeah, that guy probably smokes it up real big, but I don't even smoke. But for me, I know my energy. And something I have learned over the years is how to express my energy and my authentic self in any situation. So even if I meet someone and they create a judgment from me, sometimes I can tell I meet people and they have, they're kind of like, you know, a little standoffish or you can tell they're already creating judgments within their own mind. But give me 5, 10, 15 minutes with any person. By the end of that conversation, they're going to be like, oh, this is a great guy. Because I understand how to get my energy through a conversation now. And I know whatever judgments you have, they're not real. So let's shift those and let's come back to the heart. So me and these people have a great conversation. Beautiful people. Love them. And I was like, hey, I love this place. I want to secure this right now. They're like, it's yours. And then I was like, oh my god oh my god my prayer was answered in the same day godspeed faster than amazon prime like jeff bezos ain't got nothing on cha and i couldn't believe it and i was just so happy because there's so much i want to do and there's so much i want to bring into the world and i really was getting frustrated being inside my house every single day, not having that separation from my work and from living and also just not having a home that I feel actually inspires me creativity wise. Now I make the best of it and I bring my energy still, but the fact that I said that prayer that morning 
and the perfect place. Like the odds of it seem very unlikely, but the perfect place in the perfect location in like the middle of a forest. Like it's quiet. Like the guy was like, oh, there's a lot of birds around here. And I could hear the chirping. They're like, chirp, 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 chirp. And I'm like, I get to hear birds instead of a train. Like this is magnificent. So next week I move into that studio. I'm going to set up my podcast there. And it's amazing. So now I'm, now I'm going to have a whole different vibe to record this podcast in. And this podcast, everything is going to elevate. I already know. God willing. Thank you. Cha. But I want to talk about Godspeed. I want to talk about how fast that happened. I also want to talk about prayer and how I feel like we can strengthen our prayers and how we can get our prayers answered as well. Now, I believe over the last six or seven years, um, I, I believe I've really shown um, creation, source, God, uh, that I am disciplined, that I, that, I, that I will listen, that I will follow, that I will go against the herd and I will listen to that quiet voice. Now, this is very important. Like often when we pray, we pray when we want something, right? And then when everything's good, we forget about it. That's how we treat God, right? We're like, everything's good. We're like, yeah, we live in life. And then something gets bad. We're like, God, I need you, universe, affirmation cards, you're pulling up your astrology chart. You do whatever you can, right? <laughs> but it's very important that we show gratitude every single day and that we are disciplined, that we are listening, right? Sometimes God may ask you to be quiet through a season, may ask you to take a left turn, even when it doesn't make sense. Will you take that left turn, right? Will you listen to your intuition, to that guidance, or will you ignore it? Because you are allowing the world to shape you instead of allowing spirit to lead and allowing your spirit to transform this world, right? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, right? That's where our power is. That's how we lead. You know, this world is going to influence us. The things happening in this world is going to pull us in a lot of directions. And if we're not stable and firm in who we are and renewing our mind, freeing ourselves from our mind, allowing spirit to lead first, we will get caught up. We will get lost and we will lose that connection with our higher self. Now, I remember like six years ago, seven years ago when I really started on my renewal on my journey, you know, we can call it, you know, a rebirth, we can call it being born again. Um, and this happened just in spirit, you know, like I said, I didn't grow up in church, you know, I've, I've never been baptized, except one time I feel like I was baptized, but nobody like baptized me, but it was a really weird situation. Like I completely passed out in a pool of water and I woke up under the water and then woke up and just felt like a new person. Maybe I'll share that story for another day. But about seven years ago, uh, when I started to really tune in and I set the intention that I wanted to grow, because often when we want to grow, we, we question, how do I do it? But it starts with the intention. If you make the intention like, hey, I want to grow. I want to be a better person. I want to learn about myself. I want to be more spiritually in tune, more emotionally in tune. I want to be physically in tune with myself. I'll be in tune with this world. This world would be like, OK, all right, you want that? We're going to test you, right? We're going to allow you to go through this journey now. And when I made that intention, I started to tune into different foods and something interesting happened. Now, if you're a big skeptic on things, I mean, you may not like what I'm about to say, 
But if you are someone who just loves curiosity and whatever, you're open to ideas, or maybe you will resonate with what I'm saying, or maybe you have experienced what I'm about to say. But I started to feel the vibration of everything, every single thing. Now, what do I mean by that? It's very hard to explain, but if I ate something, I felt the vibration of it. Now, I didn't feel like, when I say vibration, it's not like, oh, how did it feel in my belly? How did it feel coming out? <laughs> no, I felt the vibration of it. I felt the resonance. I felt the frequency of the food. And certain foods I would eat, it would be like a horrible vibration. So I just wouldn't eat that. And then certain things I would eat, it would be like, wow, it just gave me so much life. And that's kind of how I like formed my diet and formed my way of eating. And I just listened. Every time I felt that negative vibration or this awkward feeling um, from somebody or something I ate or something I was consuming, I stayed away from it. And I just, over a couple of years, I just started to listen more and listen more and follow that vibration, follow that energy. And next thing you know, I was blossoming and I was living in alignment and I had a life that was serving me. Everything I was consuming was for my best version of myself. It was for my best interest. But I would be challenged. You know, I remember uh, I went to Jamaica with some friends. And this was the first time I've been to Jamaica again in a few years. And when you go to Jamaica, a lot of people like to go to, go to Jamaica and they want to let loose, right? They go to Jamaica to smoke weed. You're going to go eat jerk chicken. You're going to go drink. You're going to do all these things. And my friends I went to Jamaica with, that was the vibration. That was the frequency they were on. And when I went to Jamaica... I felt it within my spirit that said, hey, no smoking. I already quit smoking, so it was whatever. No drinking. I already quit drinking, so whatever. And eat ital foods, healthy foods. Now, this was the first time that I was put in a vacation situation. So I figured I would still be tested. Like, who knows? I've been living this way. But, you know, sometimes when you go on vacation, you let loose, you do things a little bit different, and that's okay. But I felt within my spirit, within my vibration, within who I was, that I had to stay on track. I had to stay very disciplined. This whole trip, I did not drink. I did not smoke. I did not eat a piece of chicken. I didn't eat a piece of bread. All I ate was like the best of the foods I could find in Jamaica. And some days I couldn't really find good food because tourists and everything just want their jerk chicken. Most people are just selling jerk chicken, rice and beans, jerk chicken and bread, whatever, fried chicken, things like that. So some days I went without really eating that much until I could find like a good fruit stand or I could find like an ital or I could find like a rastaman who was cooking some good ital food. Now, ital means from the from the earth, sourced, naturally healthy. It's basically like the original organic. Before we had organic in the West, in, in the mainstream world, there was ital. You understand? That's been in Jamaica since time. And the people around me noticed like, this guy is weird. Like this guy will not enjoy himself with us. He won't drink. He won't smoke. He's not eating the same food. But they didn't know what I was going through internally. They didn't know that I was developing this covenant with my higher self, this covenant with God. Because I told you, I was feeling the vibration of everything. Now you may be like, this guy's crazy, but this is just the truth. And I haven't talked about this a lot. And there's a reason why I really love Layla Dilia. And I am guaranteed I will get her on this podcast one day. 
But Leila Delia, she's the only person on this planet that I, I have seen speak about vibration. And she talks a lot about vibrational living. And she went through the same thing. She could feel the vibration of the foods and the things around her. And it allowed her to follow her path. And she explained it so beautifully. And it actually inspired me that I was like, oh, I can open up about this. Someone else went through this? Because when you try to talk about it, it's kind of weird to tell people, I feel the vibration of things. Like on an energetic frequency level, I can feel the vibration of things. And this really helped me grow. But it's also because I listened, right? I listened. I didn't ignore it. I listened. And while I was in Jamaica, this trip, I tell you, like, I listened to spirit. I did not allow my surroundings or my environment to conform me. While my friends were out partying on the beach, drinking and picking up girls, you know, trying to do the thing, trying to have some one night stands, I went back to my room. And I read, I edited the videos that I, I shot that day. And I stayed in my truth because I felt I was developing the stronger relationship with myself. Which, uh, and I wanted to continue to move forward. And while everybody thought, oh, he's not enjoying himself, they didn't realize I was enjoying myself. You understand? Because I felt good, y'all. Like my vibration was good. I felt like just the world within me i felt so i the word is good <laughs> i can't say it enough i felt good and to me that was what was most important and i realized through life like we have opportunities to strengthen the relationship with ourselves, with the most high with god universe creation whatever you want to call it right i'm not political in that sense but are we going to listen? Because I believe when we go and we ask for our prayers or we're trying to manifest, we're trying to bring things into our life. It's like, what are we doing on a daily basis to show that we are committed to our life, that we are committed to our growth, that we are committed to stepping into our truth, which is a process. But a lot of us don't want to discipline ourselves. We don't want to put away that thing. We don't want to say goodbye to that person because we are comfortable. We are comfortable with where we are. We want to grow, but we're comfortable. That's, that's a weird place to be. When you want more, you want something, but you don't want to make the steps to make that change. Now, to me, it wasn't even about like not eating chicken or it wasn't even about not smoking. Like those, it's whatever. Like I'm not even here to demonize those things. It was more what was meant behind it. It was more about the discipline. Hey, these are things you've consumed your whole life. Well, not your whole life, but you've consumed in your adult life. Can you put this to the side? Even when you are in an environment that is embracing you to do that, that is actually trying to influence you, that's trying to promote you to do that. But can you stand in your truth? And can you go over here and be quiet? And can you study self? And can you obey me? Like when we want more in life, that's responsibility. When we want to develop our own family, our own business, if we want to be a person with a public profile, these come with more responsibilities. These are the roles of leaders, you understand? And a leader must be able to listen. A leader must be able to teach. A leader must be able to be disciplined, right? So when we want to grow, I believe we have to start at the root level. And I always say food is a great way to discipline yourself beyond the fact that you'll feel better and healthy and whatnot. Food is a great way to discipline yourself and to learn discipline because we eat every single day. 
So you have the opportunity every single day to practice your discipline. And we are so tempted by food all the time. That bag of chips, that snack, that drink, whatever it may be. So to me, it wasn't even about necessarily eating healthy, but it was the discipline around it. It was the intention. And that leaked to all areas of my life. That discipline I had with food, it allowed me to be disciplined with my relationships, with uh, my sexual encounters, right? And that was another thing. I talk a lot about celibacy, which really allowed me to grow more. And that was about discipline as well. That was about self-love. That was about tuning in. That was about listening to spirit, listening to that inside voice. And of course, there's temptations. Of course, there are people trying to influence me and trying to get me to go against that. But I followed what I believed, what was Jah's plan, God's plan. And in the long run, I felt I created a deeper relationship, a better connection with God. To the point I could get down on two knees, say a prayer, and boom, it happened like that. Now, is every prayer going to happen instantly quicker than Amazon Prime? No. But you don't realize that when you make a prayer today, even if it takes five years, that's like a millisecond to God. If God is eternal since the beginning of time, if there is no time since the millennials, what's a couple of years to Jah? You understand? What is a couple of years to God? When you say a prayer, what is a couple of years, right? But when you make a prayer, when you are asking for something, when you are trying to manifest something into your world, it's going to take works. Faith without works is dead. It's going to take work. It's going to take courage. It's going to take being vulnerable. It's going to take listening to that voice within, even when others around you are trying to pull you in an opposite direction. But when you show that you can be disciplined, that you are willing to listen, and, and you are here trying to evolve and live in your truth, I believe the forces of this life work right through you as they want to. They just need to know that you are a willing vessel. It's like you wouldn't give money to a friend that is bad with money, right? Like if you had money and a friend's like, hey, I need to borrow some money, but you know they're just going to blow it on something and they're just horrible with money and they're not going to pay you back, you wouldn't do it right? But if you have a friend that you know is really great with money and why not they're like responsible and you know their morals and values are in check and they're just in a rough spot. Yeah, you're like, here, take that. And don't even worry about when you're going to pay me back because I know you're good for it. I think the same goes with like God. Like God just wants to know that we're willing, that we are in this relationship. You understand? That we are in this loving relationship and that we will listen. And of course, sometimes we will steer away, but we'll come back, forgive ourselves, ask for forgiveness and continue to do the works. And when we do that, our prayers are answered. And this is not transactional faith, right? I'm not saying, oh, you do this so you can get something. No, you do this because you are strengthening yourself. You are strengthening your connection, your vessel, and things will naturally flow through you. And as we were driving away from the place, you know, we were in the car, you know, it's like a meditation vibe. I even told my daughter, I was like, listen, I made a prayer for this this morning. You understand? You see how, you see how quick God work? Like, like that. You know, I told her and her eyes were like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, that's what we do. You understand? Do good and good come to you, but keep faith and just know we are always being guided. It's as if God was just waiting you understand? God was just waiting to say, hey, ask. Humble yourself. Get on your knees. Be vulnerable. And let me know what you want. I already know what you want. 
but I just want you to be a good child, you understand? My beautiful child and ask, because I got you and I love you, you understand? And I'm always here to guide you. I'm always here to support you. Even when you think I am not here, I am here for you. But continue to have faith, continue to do the works. And you done know in hindsight, everything is going to be all right, y'all. So thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to my testimony. Uh, this was a longer podcast today. I could have went for another 20 minutes, to be honest. But I'll touch on this subject again because there's so much more we can dive into. Um, if you made it to the end, amazing. Let me know on Instagram if you want to hear more about this uh, strengthening our connection, you know, strengthening our, our our vessel to being able to flow and to be able to receive our prayers and just to continue to do the good works. You understand? I love y'all. Thank you.